Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Marineland Boating Center, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. This is the Matt Mosley Show. Aaron Sexton alongside as we take off on a fun Monday, gorgeous Monday. A lot of kids uh, off today from school. You had uh, Good Friday off. Now, uh, Monday, after uh, Resurrection Sunday, and uh, it's, uh, it, was a, it was a high holy day uh, yesterday. Hope, uh, hope everybody had a great one, and uh, a lot of folks made it out to the church house and then had a, uh, had a beautiful Easter lunch. I know we did, and uh, able to make it down to my hometown, Kaufman, Texas, made it down to Cedar Creek. Had a great uh, buffet there, and then uh, later in the night, had a little charcuterie board uh, that my mom prepared. Lots of fun stuff. Celebrated my wife's birthday. Very, very, uh, it was a nice time uh, there in uh, uh, Kaufman, Texas, and a lot of fun stuff happening there. Aaron, how did your Easter go? I mean, you've got lots of nephews, nieces, all that kind of, all that kind of folks. Did you gather with anybody? Did you... Did you help organize any Easter egg hunts? Did the uh, or did you just kind of have a, a a day of rest, uh, so to speak, as um, as you did not have a Baylor baseball game or a did you have a Rangers game? I'm trying no, to think of. No, I was okay. Yeah, no, it was a day. It was definitely a day of rest for me. I enjoyed right. it. <laughs> good, good. Still, you needed some time off. Still got a nice walk in last night, and uh, mm. it was a pretty great day. Were you ever good at the Easter egg hunt, Aaron? Were you a savvy youngster? Did you get it, or did you kind of just go where all the other kids went? Were you, did you have a pretty good record as an Easter egg hunter? I was very uncoordinated as a kid, so I fell a lot. So no. <laughs> Aaron, has that changed much in adulthood? Are we did the did the coordination arrive at some point? Like maybe when you were seventeen or eighteen? Uh yeah, it, it got. A little bit better with high school athletics, <laughs> enough to get me through the day every day without injuring myself most days. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, I, I tell you, uh, it wasn't really coordination that was my issue, but have had a uh, a host of injuries over the years, broken bones, broken neck, broken sternum, broken left arm, broken uh, nose, broken ankle. I mean, if it's, if, if you can break it, I have broken it, and uh I should say, Aaron, that one of those injuries may have occurred my sophomore year in college, and it may have occurred at a uh, at an off-campus dance. Okay, we were not allowed to dance, of course, on campus in that time. But uh, but yeah, Fiji Island got a little carried away, and I, I may have been carried out of that function. But uh, it was not Aaron for a lack of coordination. It was very intense. <laughs> wow. It was a very intense dance move. I was about and, to say, uh, you were just a, totally exhausted from dancing, right? Well, it, let me just say, there was a very high-impact move that I used to execute. And it was, you could go up in the air, 
and then break your kind of your knee down and pop back up. And man, did it all go wrong. And I did not <laughs> pop back up and it, it got away from me. And uh, I, I literally was had to be, I, I, you know, kind of carried out of there. And uh, certainly x-rays revealed that it was a broken ankle. <laughs> and my date, uh, it was a, it was a uh, Fiji function. My date um, was there, you know, nursed me through all that and, uh, and uh, continued to date for a little bit. So very, uh, very, very kind of her uh, to, to get me through that, uh, that time because the buddies I was living with, I don't know how much help they were. Actually, one of the buddies I was living with did actually at times like carried my books and stuff. I had a lot of crazy injuries. One time I lost my sight, Aaron, my freshman year. I, I had some, uh, I had some uh, corneal abrasions, and I just almost went completely blind because of it. We think now it was because I changed some contact solution. And so there was someone out at, I guess he was at Ascension Providence, which happens to be one of our sponsors. And it was the uh, it was a very well known ophthalmologist in the Greater Waco area, and his name was, oh man, Doctor Swan. He may still be practicing there. Um, and uh, it was uh, he he brought me back, man. I could not see. It was uh, it was scary. I bet. <laughs> Aaron, would you would you like to hear more of my injuries? I had another <laughs> I had another corneal abrasion caused totally by me because I had a cracked gas permeable hard contact back then you know not everybody could get the the true soft contacts i had gas permeable contacts and and they were so they're a little harder than your typical uh soft contacts and w- one of them broke but i had to go play a soft uh intramural softball game and i thought i got to be able to see a little bit and i put a no a a contact that was already cracked a little bit into my eye, and then it it cut my eye up, and uh, so I've I'm lucky to I'm lucky to have any vision left. But of course, I went right back to uh, Doctor Is it Douglas Swan? Russell Swan? It's either Russell Swan or Doug Swan. I think it's Russell Swan in the Greater Waco area. If you're listening out there, Doctor Swan, text in. People will know that are listening to us. Two five four six six two sixteen sixty. Is Doug Swan still uh, practicing, and is he still playing racquetball? Because at some point, Dr. Swan called me later on and said, hey, would you like to come play some racquetball? So we became fast friends, my surgeon. And uh, Aaron, what he had to do to my eye involved a scalpel, and it involved some scraping. All right? And I don't want to get too much into it, but that's what that's how he brought my, my vision back. That's quite he, enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Aaron's. Aaron's had enough. 254-662-1660. If you want to get involved today, we are just a few days away. We're going to have a really fun Office of Baylor Alumni is having a cook-off. And I did not know, Aaron, until today I started studying a little bit more. It, it, this is like a real thing. This is not just like, ha-ha, you know, have some judges. The people who are entering this, I, I've got like a series. I've got all this criteria and now I'm fortunately I do I'm a very I'm a connoisseur of of great brisket and barbecue all over Texas. I love it. I love talking about food. My family will attest to this. I love everything about food, and I, I just consume it with it. No no uh, pun intended. But Aaron, I have somehow uh, landed on the celebrity judge panel. 
Now, what I love today is I looked on the email, and man, it's got J.J. Joe and Ricky Thompson and lots of great friends um, that are that are part of this thing and uh, that are that'll be judging. And and it and I I was like, I wonder if they even listed me here. And I and I got down there, and it, it has when everybody graduated from college, you know, and it, some of them have graduate degrees. I went to law school, did not quite finish law school, so I don't think I get the JD. I'd love to have it, but I don't think they'll get to list that. Maybe like half a JD. And, Aaron, I get down, and, of course, they have me listed at the very end, which I think is appropriate. I'm not – there's no quibbling with that. And it, it, next to my name, it says – it has me graduating with a Bachelor of Science, which is certainly not correct. And it had me graduating in 2017 from Baylor, which is way not correct. <laughs> But I love it. I love that they think I'm I'm that young. Aaron, um, what is it now, 2022? If I were 2017, what would that make me? About 27, 26 or 27? I mean, that would be that would be so awesome. But instead, I am 20 years older than that. All right. So uh, sadly, not 2017. Um, you'd have to go back to 1995 was my graduation from uh, from Baylor. But I, I thought that was good, Aaron. They, I think I've got like a couple of extra graduate degrees. I now graduated uh, in science. Do you think I should just go with this and just just show up and act like I got out in 2017? I don't think anybody's buying that. Aaron, <laughs> you think I may, I may need to do some surgeries? I may, I may need to do – I may need to really – what if I go out and get some injections? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, with the sunglasses, Aaron, it's hard to tell. And kind of the long hair, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, probably will not pass for class of 2017. But I'm, I'm excited to be a part of this. In fact, it's going to be 9 to 11. And, uh, and then, of course, kickoff is the cookoff will be. Uh, and then the kickoff for the, uh, for the, the Baylor uh, spring game. The green-white game, green-gold, green-white, um, is noon kickoff. And then Tom and I are going to do a, uh, a, a pregame show for, for that from 11 to noon. Aaron, have you been scheduled for that? Will you be producing that show? I will. All right. We'll be here. Um, Tom was mentioning, you know, Tom's a, a little bit more of a planner than I am, and he said, hey, I'm going to. We were talking about some of the people that were speaking this week. We got the offense coordinator, we got the defense coordinator, and Tom's like, I'll cut some of that audio up and we'll use that on the pregame show at air. And I, you know what I was thinking was like, well, it's gonna, we're only on air for an hour. I mean, I, I think we'll I think we'll be okay. But I am excited this week about Coach Grimes is speaking on Tuesday, and then Thursday uh, I'm going to try to race out to hear from Ron Roberts, the D coordinator. Now, Tom's been kind enough to uh, uh, be a big part of uh, all of that, out there taping all that and interviewing folks. And so always love having him out here. Garrett Ross loves getting involved in all that. So we'll have this thing covered from every angle. But, Aaron, that'll be a fun show, an hour-long pregame getting you ready for the spring game. And, Aaron, I got to say this, and this is going to sound like some kind of public service announcement, but – I sort of feel like the team, having coming off a Big 12 championship, deserves a nice crowd. 
Now, I don't know what that looks like. What's a nice crowd for a Baylor spring game? Well, for an SEC spring game, it would be like 40,000, 50,000 people. Well, that's probably a little bit too much to ask uh, for a Big 12 team. I mean, Oklahoma gets a pretty good – I mean, I'm not saying they pack the place out, but, again, it's state school, a lot more people coming back. And I don't think all my alum, fraternity brothers and everything – um, I don't think there, a lot of them are going to travel for a spring game. But, Aaron, I would say from a Waco, just from a Waco excitement, Central Texas standpoint of winning the uh, 12 games and having arguably the greatest year in Baylor football history, I really think you should get eight to 10,000 people out there for a spring game. That's probably asking too much. I, you may end up with about 5K, and that's okay. That's, there's, that's not the end of the world. But, Aaron, does that seem appropriate to you? If I said you need eight to 10,000 people to show up for a spring game, does that sound about right to you? I think that would be great, yeah. I think that would be very appropriate, especially coming off, like you said, probably well, what I consider the best season in Baylor football history. Yeah. It would be great to have a, a huge crowd like that out there. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I'm excited, and I noticed, uh, I noticed they said that we could bring – Kind of a rare thing for the media, Aaron. We're allowed to bring our own food, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna load up on all that brisket from after judging the the cookoff, <laughs> and and I'm just gonna bring a big old huge plate up into the up into the press box with me. I mean, it's like bring your own bring your own meal to the spring game. I love it. I love it. Kind of a new concept uh, that Baylor's doing, and so I'll, I'm gonna show up there with all sorts of fixins and and sides that's one thing i gotta ask doug Furch, office of baylor alumni and of course that'll be where we are i should have said that earlier on saturday morning we'll be um we'll be at the usual like touchdown alley area where we do the pregame show from there's a nice little stage there and next to that is a tent that the baylor alumni office of baylor alumni puts up and i think it's gonna be a really fun event there'll be some former players there Big Cat Jones, Robin Big Cat Jones, uh, uh, Blackmar is going to be out there, Blake Blackmar. I mean, there's some really fun. I think J.J., Ricky Thompson is going to stop by. J-Mo, the voice of the Bears, will be in attendance. I, I think it's going to be a really fun event. And so, um, yeah, show up, hang out with us, and I think it'll be great. And then uh, and we're going to have some judging. I think I'll be judging in the time frame of 10 to 10.30. So if you want to come out to the cook-off and kind of, you know, be a part. And then I think we'll announce the winners starting at about 11 o'clock. All right. And that'll be kind of the award presentation. And then, of course, I would imagine folks can sign up and, and partake in some of the great food out there. And, Aaron, here's what I'm going to do for you. Even though I got, a, I, got, I got somewhere to be right after the uh, spring game, I am going to try to make you a plate. Now, will that hold throughout the game? I don't know. But I am going to try to put a plate together for you and, uh, and get a plate of barbecue out to you if, you're, uh, if, you, if that sounds good to you. That sounds great. I appreciate it. Yep, yep, you bet. Uh, Aaron's a man who, even during COVID, he had family members leaving uh, nice spreads outside his, uh, his uh, door. So I may, I may do that myself with some brisket. Okay, uh, got a lot to get to today. And... Um, there's just a lot going on. Uh, there's some stuff in Baylor land. Congrats to the baseball team. Baseball team wins a series. They had been in a bad way. They needed it. They won two out of three against Kansas. 
and had to, you know, kind of come from behind in that in that Saturday game, which is usually the Sunday game, and a nice little rally. Wanted to give them a, a, a props, and I thought that was a good rally. And down 2-0 in that third game, you could start pressing a little bit. They fought back, and Nevin, Nevin continues to hit the ball hard, hit the ball out of the park. Um, our man McKenzie is uh, Jared McKenzie, really, really. Pineda has a lot of pop in his bat right now. Bats are, are the the arms are starting to settle down a little bit, and you know Rod's doing what he has to do. He's he, I saw him yesterday, Aaron. He there he is, and this lefty's up there. Just he's got a wicked little uh, slider, and Aaron, you were I, I think probably uh, that was Saturday, and. I'm, I'm thinking, oh, man, okay, okay, looks great, looks great. Do- he dominated the first hitters. It was the two and three hitters. Cleanup hitters coming up for Kansas, and Rod, go- it's, about, it's the top of the ninth, Rod goes to the bullpen and um, brings in the righty, and the righty gets it done. But, I mean, I I, I don't blame, I mean, it, it, Rod's taking no chances. This has not been an easy stretch. And the bullpen has been a source of frustration and uh, for the Bears, and it's it's one of the primary reasons they've really struggled. And uh, and I liked what he did. I liked it. it was kind of like I'm going, I am going to leave nothing to chance. Back in the day, we used to say, ah, oh, he's you know this guy's overmanaging a little bit when when coaches would would do that, and a guy looks like he's got dominant stuff. In the in the in the uh, the way Baylor is right now. I think it was completely appropriate to do that. Now the Bears have Lamar tonight at the at the at the ballpark, and then um, and then Sam Houston coming in on Tuesday. You got to watch these games. Um, you know, it's first of all, it's too many games. I don't understand what, for the life of me. Um, and, and I get it. You've got to play a certain amount of games, I guess. But I, I'm, you know, you don't want to go into a Texas series. And you're trying to get through a Monday game and a Tuesday game and use your pitching. I mean, these rosters are pretty deep, but I I can't for the life of me figure out why you want to play a Monday game and a Tuesday game, and then you got to go to Texas and you got a huge series coming up. It doesn't make any sense to me. Although some of it could be sometimes things get rescheduled. You got to get a certain amount of games in. I know there's some explanation. I'm just saying if I were the coach, which I'm not. I would be hating that right now, having to play these two games because it's good in some ways because it keeps you in a rhythm, but bad in others because you got to eat up innings. All right, it's uh, the Mosley Show. We got a lot to get into. We got more news on the Dallas Cowboys. Um, some interesting news to share with a couple of players, and then this uh, this criminal element uh, to what's going on around the team. Let's talk about it next. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at the nitschegroup.com. 
This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Partly cloudy skies tonight in pretty quiet conditions as low temperatures fall to 50 degrees. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds tomorrow. The breeze is kicking in in the afternoon. Highs cap out at 78 and mostly cloudy. Windy with a 20% chance of an afternoon shower on Wednesday with a high of 86. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Join us live from Rudy's in Waco for our next Baylor Coaches Show. Join us Thursday, April 28th, live from Rudy's and hear from softball coach Glenn Moore and baseball coach Steve Rodriguez. Join us for the Baylor Coaches Show from 6 to 7 p.m. live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with your host, John Morris, right here on your home for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Central Texas horse enthusiasts find a large selection of saddles at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. They feature new and used saddles from names like Billy Cook and Cactus. Plus, they have a large selection of children's saddles. Trade-ins are welcome and financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118-222462. You'll enjoy one-on-one customer service at the world's best western store, Appaloosa Trading Post and Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, and on Facebook. In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at pioneerboys.com. Baylor Sports Beat, weekdays at 7.55 a.m. and 5.25 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. The Texas Rangers Baseball Foundation is focused on creating positive change in communities and strengthening the next generation. And during this 50th anniversary year of the Rangers, the foundation is awarding five $100,000 legacy grants to nonprofit organizations focused in areas like education, youth health, athletics, and the families of military and first responders. If your organization would like to be considered for one of our five legacy grants, you can apply now through April 30th at texasrangers.com slash legacy grants. Here at La Fiesta, our recipe for being happy and stress-free is a bowl of chili con queso and a plate of enchiladas or steaming fajitas. Pick some up on your way home so you don't have to cook. Order online at LaFiesta.com. Call ahead or dine in and get any of your La Fiesta favorites. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Located in Waco at 3815 Franklin Avenue. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina, where passion is our most important ingredient. LaFiesta.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. The Rangers lost three of the four games with the Angels after yesterday's defeat, eight to three. They have a day off today and start a three-game series at Seattle on Tuesday. The Astros lost at Seattle seven to two. They have their home opener at seven ten tonight against the Angels. Luka Doncic reportedly will miss game two of the Mavericks series with Utah. That game tips off at 7.30 tonight with the Jazz leading the series one game to none. The Houston Gamblers opened their USFL season with a 17-12 victory over the Michigan Panthers. They may identify with Houston, but all the USFL games are being played in Birmingham, Alabama. 
A busy week for Baylor baseball starts tonight at home against Lamar. First pitch is at 6.30, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, there it is. It is the Matt Mosley Show, and uh, we're, we're going to go portaling. We're going to look into portal. Interesting news. There is a, um, um, a player, and I don't want to steal anything from Campus Confidential, Aaron, so I'm not going to name all of this. I will say there's a the number one portal person is going to make kind of an interesting announcement tonight narrowing things down now Aaron I'll just ask you this do you know that there's a portal person in Waco as we speak or do you uh, is that part of your campus confidential today it is not it will be now but (laughs) okay well no I can uh, I can uh, I can you know just tease that and so at the appropriate time Aaron uh, I will jump in and add that to campus confidential but uh but there's uh there's there's a lot of people who are going portaling and then Aaron will have some uh, thoughts also on a big announcement today that came down with another Big 12 player going on there now i uh, there's a lot to be said for uh everything going on right now in the portal and there's a lot of fun stuff and i've been monitoring it uh, by the way, if you want to weigh in on anything, um, 254-662-1660 is, uh, is the um, CNC Collision Center text line. We love your text. You can even call us. You can call us on that same number if, uh, if, if you would like to. Now, I also find this, uh, this interesting. When the players occasionally what will happen is, Aaron, They'll, they'll take a peek in the portal, and then they'll jump back out of the portal. Uh, I noticed earlier today, Georgia offensive lineman Amarius Mims has officially withdrawn from the transfer portal. Okay, that's a big-time Georgia player, and uh, he had just visited Florida State. <laughs> How does that feel? How does that make you feel, Aaron, if you're a Florida State fan? And and the kid gets on campus. All right, I'm gonna thinking about transferring. <laughs> I'm gonna go see Florida State. And then he's like, Nah, never mind. I guess I didn't realize how good I had it. I'm going back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty uh, pretty amazing. And um, and then uh, Aaron, I did I did want to uh, direct you. Oh dang it! Now I lost it again. That what um, what our buddy um, hinted at. The uh, coach, Jerome Tang, when he was on with us last week, did come to fruition. All right? The, the uh, K-State had a, um, uh, had a uh, portal transfer. And, uh, and, and I think it's kind of an interesting one. I think it's an interesting one. So, Aaron, file that one away. You may already have that in Campus Confidential. But it gave Jerome Tang a chance, Aaron, to give one of those big emaw chants, E M A W exclamation exclamation exclamation. Now, Aaron, 
Do you remember now what EMAW stands for? E-M-A-W in the land of the, of the Kansas State Wildcat. Every man a Wildcat. Every man a Wildcat. Goes back to the 50s. Now, Aaron, are we worried about that now being a little sexist? You know, Every honestly, I didn't think about it during <laughs> Coach Tang's interview, but that the same thought just popped into my head. Like, ooh, that could maybe be a little, um, you know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I just think that's what they did back in the 50s. Um, other news out there over the weekend, wasn't it great to see Dallas's own Jordan Spieth get a win? He had a, he didn't make the Masters cut. Wasn't playing well, still isn't putting that great, and found a way to win the tournament. And Aaron, if you were watching any of that or have seen any of the coverage, Annie, his wife, they got a new little baby. Oh, what a cute baby. Boy, she went running out onto the green to greet Jordan, and that baby was flopping all over the place. The baby was kind of, I mean, just shake, 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 shake. And I get that she's excited, but that poor baby was just angry as it could be. Very angry child because the mom was running around the green with the baby. All right, Aaron. I mean, I, I'm going to send this to you here in a little bit. And, and Aaron, I'm going to let you. I'm going to let you uh, get your opinion on this. I was I was watching this as it happened. We were gathered around having a big Easter, had some birthday celebrations, watched some golf. And um, and this was a big thing, and uh, this was a this was part of the conversation. All right, Aaron, I'm sending this to you now. I want you to watch the video of the wife running out there on the on the 18th green. And Aaron, as a man who has nieces and nephews, has been around little babies. Are are you are you worried that the baby's head didn't have more support, or are you okay with this celebration? I'm going to give you a chance, Aaron, to. Uh, to take a peek at that, and then after we talk a minute about the Cowboys, we'll come back to it. The the um, or are you already looking at it? I'm now, looking right? at it. It's it's not okay. too bad. It's, okay. She was excited. It's not okay. Too bad. It, I was concerned. I was <laughs> the, that baby's head is bouncing all over the place. <laughs> not enough to like. I don't think any harm was going to come to the child. Don't get me wrong. Okay, but the the head was not as supported as I'd like it to be. But I'm not going to reach out to the Spieth family or anything like that. But it was a, a great win for Jordan Spieth. Aaron, did you give it a fist pump when you saw this? I don't know if you were watching it live. You are probably watching NBA, if I know you or something. I don't know what you were watching. You were just looking around, uh, looking at your algorithms. Did you at least <laughs> give it one fist pump for Jordan Spieth? Uh, when I read the story later, yes, I did. Because he had really been struggling. You could see during the Masters that he was like, having trouble, you know, just with his swing. He had kind of a, a hitch in it a little bit. Yeah. Kind of a, not as bad, but kind of a Barkley-esque uh, hitch in his swing, and he was really struggling. So for him, to, you know, one week later to come back and win a tournament, that's pretty amazing. Now, but I spent most I'll, of the day watching NBA. I'll tell you what that is, Aaron. It's, and I, I think you're right, it does look funky, and that's funny that you thought of Barkley. It. What that is is part of his practice swing right now. So the hitch is not in his true swing, but it is weird because his practice swing, you can tell he's trying. It's not just like a nice practice swing. It's some kind of trigger trying to get him into the motion, which leads golf experts to say he's playing the 
golf swing instead of playing the golf ball. Like my buddy out at Cottonwood for years, and and uh, what's our buddy? My my uh, longtime friend um, uh, Blair Browning has a friend that's in the golf business who's teaching his son Boone. I think his name's Josh Dameron. He's over there. I think maybe at Cottonwood. Josh is a really good instructor. Uh, if you ever need an instructor in Waco, uh, Josh does a nice job, and in fact works with juniors because apparently. Uh, Boone, who has overcome his father's lack of athleticism. <laughs> I'm kidding. Blair was actually a re- an excellent, this is Dr. Blair Browning, big-time Baylor professor, was an excellent tennis player. Hit a lot of drop shots, still has some nice uh, cut shots, has a little trouble with his backhand these days, but was, was one of the best youth or high school players in the state of Colorado. But it was already when they were recruiting like foreign players, and I don't think he was quite up to the the task of playing for Baylor, but it was a really, really good uh, tennis player. But this Josh Dameron, Aaron, if you ever get a wild hair and want to take up golf, what you do is just you get off the air and you just go across that field over there. You you cross like what two or three, like one fairway, one and then and then the eighteenth, and then the 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 driving range, and you'll be in the Cottonwood. Um, uh, clubhouse okay the pro shop and then i think josh is in there and you could get some lessons does that sound interesting to you aaron like would you ever take golf lessons if i set it up for you uh, at this point i mean you're never too old to, to try new things but i went to a driving range once in my 20s and i was after about 10 minutes i was like yeah this isn't for me and it wasn't just because i wasn't driving very well i was slicing and hooking everything it was just i don't know it just didn't seem I like a lot of fun to me I think you ought to try this new uh, Top Golf that's come to Waco. That looks think, like fun. I think you could do that. I know you don't partake, but you can still get something to eat out there, get some nachos, get an iced tea, and just have a fun time in one of those hitting bays and maybe take a date out there or something. Um, all right, Aaron, <laughs> that's all you need is dating advice from me. Uh, it is uh, it's the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Tell you what, 5 o'clock, we'll get more into it. But uh, the, there was news over the weekend. It, it was breaking kind of right as we were getting off the air on Good Friday for Baylor baseball, and it involves the Cowboys cornerback. And I'm kind of curious. I want to hear from you on the text, Coy. I can't call it. That's what we used to call it in Dallas. The CNC collision text line. Um, and I, I really want to hear from our people. And you can text in, and I'll read these at 5 o'clock. But – the, the player who was apparently did not pull the trigger but was in the car when someone was shot and killed in a, in a, drive-by, access, uh, in a drive-by shooting is uh, Kelvin Joseph. Do you think that player, second-round pick, should have already been cut by the Cowboys? Now, the Cowboys, nobody believes in redemption more than the Cowboys. If you can play an ounce... Um, it's like the, the player once, uh, the, the old scout, Larry Lacewell said about Jerry Jones, he said something to the extent of if, if Charles Manson could, uh, you know, if, if he could catch a football, uh, Jerry would have Charles Manson on the team. And, and while that was an extreme example, it spoke to Jerry's uh, ability to, to kind of play fast and loose with people that have issues and people that have character concerns. Aaron, I don't want to be rude or mean, 
Would you say if you were in the back of an SUV or in the front seat of an SUV and your buddies pulled out a, a, a gun and started firing a bunch of bullets into a crowd and killed someone, would you have some would you have character concerns about that cornerback? I not just that, but for two weeks he obviously knew about it and and never contacted the police. Like they only knew he was there and involved because they he was on uh, surveillance footage, and when they uh-huh. asked people to identify the people on the footage, tons of people were like, "That's Kelvin Joseph, the Cowboys' cornerback." It's uh, yeah. it's a bad situation, and he could still be charged, and I wouldn't be shocked if he is. Yeah, but but I, I, other teams would have immediately cut him. I think you're right, absolutely. And the Cowboys do not, um, not because of any, like, you know, altruism or, you know, let the legal play out or anything, because he's a second-round pick who may be a pretty good player, okay? And, and so to ever act like they care about any kind of ethics, morals, any of that, most of that's gone out the window, and a lot of it with the other news that's involved the Jones family. I don't think this is a group that can exactly find the moral high ground. And on this Easter, by the way, Aaron, I don't ever want to come across like, oh, Mosley's perfect or anything like that. Okay, I don't, I don't necessarily always look for the moral high ground. I'd like to try to take it, but uh, I don't think the Cowboys can get anywhere close to it. All right, uh, we'll continue. It is time for something we call Campus Confidential. That is next. Baylor Baseball. Here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. The Bears back in action Monday evening at Baylor Ballpark hosting the Lamar Cardinals. 6.15 for the warm-up show. It's a 6.30 first pitch for Baylor Lamar Baseball Monday. Join Derek Smith and Ryan Boyd for Baylor Bear Baseball right here on ESPN Central Texas. Tax season brings a lot of uncertainty for everyone, but especially for investors. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. We can help you navigate the complexities of tax laws and build a financial portfolio that withstands change no matter what the season. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 80 ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM. Did you know that a male ostrich can roar like a lion? Did you know that in Japan, you can buy watermelons shaped like pyramids? Or that ketchup was originally sold as a medicine? I bet something else you didn't know is that foundation movement can often be stopped by injecting soil stabilizer into the soil around your home. It's true. At The Foundation Doctor, we have our own proprietary solution called Stable Soil. 
Stable Soil is a quick, inexpensive application that stabilizes the soil under your home. It's fast-acting, long-lasting, and puts a stop to those pesky cracks and sticking doors. Only the Foundation Doctor offers this revolutionary product. So give the doctor a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. You got doors that are sticking or cracks in your walls. The Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Refinance your vehicle with Genco and skip payments for 90 days. Rates as low as 1.99% APR for 48 months. Online applications will get an additional 0.1% off their rate and have a chance to win a 0% auto loan. We had another baby, so we really needed a lower car payment and a bigger car. Refinancing our loan with Genco made both possible. Thank you, Genco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org. Member NCUA. Genco! ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. The Rangers lost three of the four games with the Angels after yesterday's defeat, eight to three. They have a day off today and start a three-game series at Seattle on Tuesday. The Astros lost at Seattle seven to two. They have their home opener at seven ten tonight against the Angels. Luka Doncic reportedly will miss Game 2 of the Mavericks series with Utah. That game tips off at 7.30 tonight with the Jazz leading the series one game to none. The Houston Gamblers opened their USFL season with a 17-12 victory over the Michigan Panthers. They may identify with Houston, but all the USFL games are being played in Birmingham, Alabama. A busy week for Baylor baseball starts tonight at home against Lamar. First pitch is at 6.30, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Hey, it is uh, a, a time when we like to look at things. I want to remind you, 5 o'clock, we'll get back into this Cowboys nonsense, and then 520. We're going to get you ready for the um, the Mavs tonight. Mavs have a game two, and it feels kind of make or break in a lot of ways. It does not seem like they haven't ruled him out completely, but it would be a long shot for Luka Doncic to play. And uh, it's, uh, it's frustrating because, quite honestly, I, I look at this Utah team real closely and, and, and feel like I have a, uh, a good uh, handle on things with Utah, and they're in a bad way. I mean, Aaron, they are ripe for a loss, for a, for a first-round loss. And plus, they're the, the sixth seed. I mean, they're not even supposed to win this thing. But without Luka, the Mavs are not the Mavs. And so it's, uh, it's frustrating, but uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that at 520 today and then this, this uh, Cowboys mess at 5 o'clock. What are they going to do? And then also some interesting uh, comments coming out of a couple of new players for the Dallas Cowboys that we'll uh, talk about. You can always respond or, or uh, visit with us at 254-662-1660. And the question I had out there earlier is, would you have already cut Kelvin Joseph, the man who was on the scene when someone was uh, shot in a drive-by shooting? He was in the vehicle. Where the guns came, you know, where, where the, where the uh, murder happened. I mean, just a, an out-and-out an out, uh, sad deal. But, again, 
uh, a, a nightclub situation about 1.45 in the morning. And a good reminder to us all that uh, perhaps uh, perhaps we should, uh, I don't know, maybe being at clubs at 2, 3 in the morning aren't always, you know, always the best idea. Um, all right, Aaron, it is uh, the Matt Mosley Show. Aaron Sexton, I know people have been portaling like crazy. Uh, what do we uh, what do we have today? Because uh, a lot of college basketball news. Yeah, and that's where we'll start as usual. <laughs> Transfer portal news, college basketball. We had new Kansas State head coach and former Baylor associate head coach Jerome Tang on last Thursday, and he kind of hinted that maybe there was some good news ahead for uh, Kansas State basketball fans in the program, and uh, that came to fruition about 20 hours ago when LSU transferred Jarrell Colbert a former four-star recruit, committed to Kansas State. He said, quote, I've had a really good connection with Coach Tang since middle school. I've always wanted to play for him, and he will now. So a big pickup for Coach Tang at Kansas State. I find that interesting because Tang's name came up for the LSU job, and I don't know if that one was going to work because I don't really – I'm not sure anybody – um, you know, from Scott Drew's staff, um, and and given the way, uh, there's some there's some things in place at LSU that might have complicated all that. So Jerome ends up with a great job in Manhattan, and uh, there in uh, at, at Kansas State, and this is a good uh, moment for him. And I would like to say, Aaron, that uh, this was uh, this was teased, and the Kansas State people. We're all excited about this because, as you noted, uh, uh, Jerome Tang coming on our show this past week. And uh, always appreciate, love having Coach Tang. Uh, love having uh, a lot of the Baylor coaches over the years. Boy, Coach Brooks was great the other day. Coach Jacus. Love having Coach Jacus on. What a great job he does. And you can, uh, anytime Baylor gets one of those international stars like Miro Little, um, you can, you can, Bet everything. Bet the house on John Jacobs having a big say in it. The man knows his international basketball and spent a lot of his career overseas before deciding to come back and, and, and focus on the college game. All right, Aaron, what else do we have as we continue to go portaling? Good news for Kansas State. Bad news for Iowa State. Freshman point guard Tyrese Hunter, the Big 12 freshman of the year, announced today that he will enter the transfer portal, Hunter, averaged 11 points, 3.5 rebounds, 4.9 assists, and two steals a game for Iowa State last year. Uh, he closed his freshman season scoring 23 points with five steals and making seven three-pointers in Iowa State's first-round NCAA tournament win over LSU. He started all 35, he's 35 games for Iowa State last season. <laughs> I always, uh, Aaron... I find myself when I see like a really good player like this end up at the portal. I like want to alert all our Baylor people. <laughs> you know, obviously they know before we know. Right. But I always like want to share it. I'm like, look, look, Tyrese, this guy <laughs> Hunter, he's out there, guys. Look, he's in the portal. And you know, Baylor can't get every one of these kids. Fortunately, Baylor's done well enough where I think it's a very attractive place. But uh, I, Aaron, I did not. I don't want to act like you and I don't come on here trying to BS our way through life. I mean, sometimes we do, but not always. And I, I got to say, I didn't have a great feel for this player 
Brockington was the really good player from Iowa State early in the season. But as the year unfolded and Baylor had to kind of escape, uh, Iowa State had that great comeback against the Bears. And, I, and, I remember, and Baylor won to uh, get a, uh, a tie, you know, to clinch a tie for the Big 12 championship. I really liked this guy. What are we, uh, Aaron, Tyrese Hunter, is that his name? Yes. All right. I, I, it's so funny. They had, they had another great Tyrese um, at uh, Iowa State years ago, uh, a few years ago, Tyrese Halliburton, who's now in the NBA, was traded from Sacramento to Indiana. Indiana Pacers. Way to go. Um, and I, I like this guy, I, mainly because he's one of those point guards who loves to distribute. Now, he's not afraid to shoot. I, I would say from a shooting standpoint, like shooting a three, he's about like a Kenjo. I don't think he's a lot better shooter, not a lot, not a lot worse shooter than a Kenjo. So I don't think a Kenjo was a great shooter, but he did fine. He was okay. But what this guy does, and Akinjo did this too, is he can really distribute. He's got a good handle, and I like his build. I mean, he is he's a tough, like thick. I mean, he's got a lot of strength. Okay, this is this reminds you more of and he's not as big as Talon Horton Tucker or whatever that guy's name. Well, you know, that went to the Lakers from Iowa State. But he's kind of got that girth to him. I like this guy. Now, on the opposite end, Aaron, I'm going to bring some news to uh, Campus Confidential. Um, Jalen Bridges, from what I can tell, is in Waco right now. You say, who's Jalen Bridges? I'll remind you. Um, West Virginia uh, wing man, okay? He's a, he's a, I mean, he's a big two-guard certainly could move over and play some small forward if you needed him to i would say more in the mode of a uh, mold of a um, matthew meyer although not quite as tall as meyer but at six seven um and, and he's a thin guy but there's some things he can do offensively which nba teams covet now what are those things well he's extremely long now, he hasn't been great at shooting the three, but he can shoot the three. And I've seen games where he rises up and he gets in a rhythm and he can hit the three. He can shoot over you. And he's kind of, I mean, again, I don't want to act like he's the next Magic Johnson or some kind of great ball handler, but he does have handles. Like, he's got enough ball handling that he can free himself up and get his own shot. Now, is he going to be a guy reliable enough to just constantly hit open threes? He needs to get better in that area. I would say this year he shot somewhere in the neighborhood of like 32 33%. Last year, maybe a little bit better than that. I like the guy. I really like this player. But, I mean, he is an NBA-type player who I think could fit in with the Bears. Now, I don't... I don't know what he I, – I can't speak to his intangibles or his character. Baylor does not generally pursue players that have been, you know, had any kind of like uh, uh, attitude issues or anything like that. Now, I don't think Akinjo was perfect when he started his career. I, I just think Akinjo, though, was kind of nomadic, and he ended up – I thought he was great for Baylor. I really do. I love James Akinjo. Other people don't – 
maybe didn't care for him as much as I did. I loved getting James Akinjo for one year. I'd love to get this kid. Now, he may only play one year for you and go to the NBA, and if that happens, that's fine. But you could find a place for him because you don't know if everyday John's going to be ready at start of the season. You know Flo's back. Um, but this guy's got some versatility to his game. So he can guard bigs. And, and again, he's, he's thin. He may get pushed around by bigs, but he's got the athleticism to do it. So, Aaron, as you can tell, I'm a little excited about this. I, I may be more excited than the Baylor coaching staff for all I know, but I am glad Jalen Bridges is in town and the Mountaineer himself, um, you know, could end up a Baylor Bear. We'll just see. He's already gone to see Alabama. He, he stopped by to see Alabama, I'm pretty sure. I'll have to look. There were some no, other that, people on the tour. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, that's right. He, he, uh, I think it was this weekend that he, he went to Alabama also. Okay, okay. Well, According to I, one I of the just, Western Virginia sites. Yeah. I was just saying, I saw a Bridges family member put the pin that you put in in Waco. So I feel like I feel like he's now arrived in our fair city. Uh, all right, Aaron, what else do you have, sir? Moving over to football transfer, transfer portal news. LSU Tigers running back Corey Kiner announced today he has entered the transfer portal. He was the number nine ranked running back in the 2021 class. He was second on LSU as a freshman in rushing yards. He had 324 yards, two touchdowns on 79 carries. He also caught two passes for 10 yards out of high school in Cincinnati. He chose LSU over Cincinnati and Louisville. He is part of a lot of turnover, obviously, in the LSU program as they lost head coach Ed Ogeron and brought in Brian Kelly from Notre Dame. Um, they've lost starting quarterback Max Johnson, who went to A&M, and former All-American defensive back Eli Ricks, who went to Alabama. But they've also brought in a lot of players through the transfer portal, including former Penn State running back Noah Kane. So more transfers out of LSU. Aaron, you made me think of the Penn State. There was a really disturbing story on ESPN over the weekend. It was incredibly well uh, detailed, uh, well reported, I should say. But go, it goes back to something that happened back in like the 19... 19- 80s maybe uh, at Penn State under the Joe Paterno, actually late 70s, and uh, it's a it's it's not for the faint of heart, but uh, I I I, th- I think it's a very very important story on something that happened much earlier in Joe Paterno's uh, uh, era than the Sandusky uh, scandal, and so I I think to people that sort of understand. Um, how important some of these, these stories are. It's something you may want to um, uh, take a take a, uh, a gander at, and it was uh, it was really really well done. All right, Aaron, that's that's interesting to me. I read a long story the other day. I don't know if you had a chance to look at this, Aaron. That that Brian Kelly story, uh, and it, it was really it was interesting to see how Kelly is trying to fit in. And what I thought was interesting is. Baylor's kind of chief of staff for Dave Aranda. His brother, okay, that's Dennis Polian. Brian Polian is is in the same kind of capacity. Actually, he's more of a coach, I would say, at LSU. I'm trying to think what exactly his title is. But I found it interesting because he's 
he's there with Kelly now, and he's he was really upset with how Brian Kelly has been treated and portrayed. I'm talking about all the the jokes over the dance moves, and then the uh, the fake southern accent. He thinks it's been very unfair to Brian Kelly. Now, again, I, I've never been a huge Kelly fan. Um, I used to have him on my fraudulent coaches list, and which was headed up by uh, James Franklin over at Penn State. But I had to almost remove Brian Kelly. I don't like how he handles himself, but I – he is. He does win, and I, there's been all this flack about. Oh, can, you know, can, he says he has more avenues to win at LSU, and could he have won at Notre Dame? Well, he won a ton there. Did he win a national title? No. Did he play for a national in a national title game? He did. He really did. And then he got to the uh, the uh, college football playoff uh, semifinal uh, a couple of times, two or three times. So, Aaron, I always thought, though, I think my, my running joke with Kelly is that if you can't, like if you get to the um, that final four and you're not competitive in the semifinal like a couple of times, you need to, like, be ineligible for a year or two. Like, <laughs> and I always felt like Notre Dame used that weird schedule, of course, to get in there, and then they weren't ready for prime time. They, they truly – weren't on that level. So now he's gone to LSU with the thought process that he can recruit better. And the underlying ugly kind of secret to that is he thinks he can get better players because of lower academic standards. Aaron, how does that, how much that make LSU people feel? Now maybe they don't <laughs> care. But, like, I've got a bunch of LSU friends. How does that make LSU people feel when Brian Kelly says, yeah, basically – I mean, the thought is he went there because they have way lower academic standards. <laughs> that, that, can't make, that can't make you feel too great as an LSU graduate, except for I think when they, if they win another national title, they won't care, right? Yeah, that's if he wins, he can say what he wants. <laughs> I think Ed Ogeron proved that, although only up to a certain point because they got rid of him pretty quickly after he won a national championship. Less than two years. Amazing. Yeah, less than two years after winning a national title. I mean, it's amazing how quickly you can win one of those. The names that come to mind for who that's happened to, Aaron, um, Auburn, I, they, they won one with Gene Chizik. Mm-hmm. And Cam then, Newton, and yeah. Then, um, and then did, did they get back to one again with, uh, with Mul- Mulzahn? Did they win another one? With Malzahn, and then and then they end up firing him, or maybe they played for one. I feel like one of those years they went pretty deep with Gus as their coach. I may have that wrong, but it is. It's kind of fascinating how quickly uh, in, in some of these SEC schools, how quickly a, a fan base can turn on you. The great news for the Aggies is, as long as you beat Alabama every five or six years, they don't turn on you at all. So. I would say Jimbo, in some ways, has one of the best jobs in the country. You got money, so you, you can pay the players. And, I mean, I, I, that, that's, you got unbelievable facilities, and you have a fan base that seems to be okay with you winning eight or nine games every, every year. 
Like, what other, like, really good SEC team has that? Think about that. Not Auburn, not not LSU, not Alabama, uh, not Georgia. I mean, the, the, the big-time SEC schools don't have that arrangement with their coaches where, oh, hey, man, it's okay if you just win eight or nine games as long as you beat out. A&M does have that arrangement, and their fan base seems to be okay winning like eight or nine games every year. Always next year. That's right. That's right. That's what they used to call the Cowboys, next year's champions. That was their nickname back in the <laughs> late 60s. Next year's champions, and maybe even into the early 70s, before they broke through and won that Super Bowl against the Dolphins. All right, Aaron, any, anything else you want to add? I think we talked so long in Campus Confidential, we ran out of music. We actually did. That's the first time that's happened. <laughs> <laughs> We're kind of loose today. I like being a little loosey-goosey with our show. Anything else you want to add? Or are we good? No, we're good for today. All right. All right. That was Campus Confidential. Good stuff. Very newsy. Very, very newsy. All right. Uh, speaking of newsy, we got some Cowboys for you. Um, the Cowboys, and, and I, I'm, I'm look, starting to look at this draft pretty closely. Could the Cowboys take a tight end early, and could that tight end come from the Big 12? That is next. Recently on Game Time, athletic director for Baylor University, Mac Rhodes. I think all of the stuff that's going on right now, name, image, and likeness, and the transfer portal, although it seems and feels difficult, and it seems and feels like, you know, the more money you have, the greater advantage that you're going to be at, I still think there's a place and there's a way for us to shine and continue to be competitive at the highest level. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Spring is here, and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite. That's a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they're offering 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in home estimate universal window central texas.com that's universal window central texas.com or call 254-301-7760 and be sure and check out their great google and angie list reviews i love my windows they've got that brand new home effect universal windows direct listen to espn central texas online at syntexsportsfan.com John Morris here, telling you all about my friends at Marineland Boating Center, home of Crest Pontoon Boats and Yamaha Outboards. They have boats in stock for immediate delivery, 
Enjoy days of fishing and family boating fun from Crest Pontoons, powered by Yamaha Outboard Motors. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at PioneerBoys.com. What do John Morris, Kirk Watson, Maxine Hart, Walter Abercrombie, Martha Lou Scott, Michael Hyatt, and Robert Darden all have in common? They've each been interviewed on Baylor Line's Direct Line Conversation Series. You can hear from these outstanding bears and many, many more with a subscription to Baylor Line Insider. This is your all-access pass to the best content in the Baylor family. Subscribe today at baylorline.com krzi. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Marineland Boating Center, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. What is Matt Mosley? Appreciate everybody who's been a part of this one today. Been a lot of fun. And I want to remind you, Baylor Baseball, coming up on a Monday. Aaron, it slipped my mind earlier. It slipped my mind. I was trying to grab us someone. And I'm like, oh, we got a game tonight. Hell yeah. Oh, that's right. Lamar. Lamar's coming to town. Now, Aaron, it, I think Lamar beat somebody over the weekend. I think Barfield was reminding me that, that they may have beat the uh, Sooners. Beaten the Sooners. Um, and right now, um, I know Tom uh, was talking about this morning on his show, Game Time, 7-9. to nine. You know, he kind of sees this uh, this conference right now is maybe not having the breakout, you know, team. There, there seemed to, that there are going to be some great teams like Texas and Texas Tech. Still good teams, but Texas Tech got swept by TCU. We don't know exactly yet what Oklahoma State is, but I think they're good. I think they're good. And what happens is these teams keep beating each other up. And so right now Oklahoma State has kind of broken from the pack a little bit. And so they've jumped up there in the top five in the country. And I, it, it's listen, Oklahoma State's been good for a long time. But I, it, this, this is a tough – Aaron, if you had to say right now, you had to rank the top three. I, here's, and I, this is not even based on where they're ranked nationally. This is just who I think are the best teams in the Big 12. I think one is Oklahoma State right now. I think two – is Tech. I think three is the University of Texas. I think four is TCU. But again, TCU and five is West Virginia. Now, Baylor's got to try to climb back in this thing. And uh, again, I, 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 maybe it keeps you in a rhythm. I don't love playing 
on a Monday against Lamar and a Tuesday against Sam Houston State. I mean, it's one thing if you have your Tuesday game because everybody has that. By the way, why do these teams I, – I don't know if these teams should keep helping DBU as much as they are, Aaron. Have you noticed that TCU will play them like twice a year on Tuesdays? Baylor played them recently. Texas plays them on Tuesday. I mean, when you play them, now I guess the, the thought is it helps TCU and some of these teams that resume as well. But it also helps DBU because DBU can go out and and mess around for a weekend. They got beat by some horrible team uh, in the Missouri Valley Conference. I mean, all apologies, but I don't think Southern Illinois is very good if you look at their schedule, look at their record this year. And they locked, they lost two out of three to a bad Southern Illinois team. But if they go out and beat TCU at TCU on Tuesday night, it'll be a thing. I mean, they'll 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 throw them right back up there in the rankings. Would you like Aaron, to guess their current RPI? Well, give me before I guess it. Like, give me a, like a really good RPI. Are you saying when you say RPI, are you like where they're ranked in the country RPI yes. wise? Yes. Oh, okay. Not, not the number, just their ranking. D, DBU, let's say they're tenth or something. They are second in the country in RPI right now behind Tennessee. <laughs> See, that is weird. It, it was. I was looking up Baylor's. Uh, Baylor's currently fifty nine, and uh, I just saw DBU at number two. I was, I, ta- I was talking with John about it. I was like, "Wow, that's that's kind of amazing." You know, it's almost more important who you play more than who you beat. Like, in a sense, even losing a game to Texas is better than winning a game over Southern Illinois, right? I mean, it's you get all these points. You get all this for the, yeah, RPI may figure too heavily in baseball. I love that DBU program. I think Hefner is one of the best coaches in the country, but that's crazy that they would be number two in RPI because they're, uh, they play Missouri State, Southern Illinois, and nah, 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 maybe Old Dominion's in there. Whoever's in that conference, it's let's not act like it's a great conference. It's okay. There's some decent teams in there. The Missouri Valley Conference. But I don't think you should be able to be the number two RPI in the country. I mean, even Gonzaga plays all these in basketball, plays all these great schools in non-conference, so their RPI kind of stays up there, but it lowers because of a poor conference schedule. I mean, Aaron, if you looked right now at the Missouri Valley Conference and we went team by team, you might find one other team that plays, like, really good baseball. Now, last year was different because I think we found three teams that were in the top 25, and that, but that was kind of an aberration. I may be wrong about this, but uh, – Anyway, it, it really fascinates me because it it seems like teams are rewarded just by who they play, except if they're in a good conference like Baylor. And then, of course, you're, it may help you if you could ever get back to 500 in conference. But Matt, right now, Aaron, that feels like it'd be a miracle, wouldn't it? They go into that last series at two and seven. They win four. So they're four and eight. They win two of the three. So they're four and eight in conference i mean now if you last year they they turned they started turning their season around then they got hit with COVID again but wanting winning two of the three on the road at tech this is a similar opportunity at texas a top 10 team if they could take two out of the three to get back to six and nine in big 12 play then you have something 
then you're talking about something. But there have just been some weird – I mean, you just can't go get swept in Morgantown. And maybe West Virginia's good, but you, you can't have that happen. But they do have a great opportunity coming up this weekend, and, um, and, and, and we've been trying to get Coach Rod on for a few weeks now, and we'll keep trying, okay? I mean, they're busy. They're playing like a game every night. So we'll get them on here. And, uh, but I was glad he went on with, uh, with, uh, with John Morris today and got to hear a little bit about that. So that'll be, uh, that'll be good as we uh, continue on. Now, Aaron, um, could I interest you in a little Cowboys talk? Uh, and, oh, and here's something, by the way, Aaron, I think I've, I'm going to forward this to you if I haven't already. The, um, today on NFL Network, our man Jalen Petrie was on there. And Petrie is, is, is a riser. You knew he would be because he's an incredible player. And he, everything he does jumps off the tape. His character is off the charts. I mean, he's just one of the best kids, uh, best young men in the history of the program. He really is. And on top of that, he's one of the greatest players in the history of the program. There's a guy that's going to be judging the uh, the cookoff on Saturday, Thomas Everett, and to me, I mean they've had Cedric Mack was great. I mean they've had some unbelievable uh, safeties and cornerbacks over the years, but Thomas Everett is arguably. Now Van McRoy was great too, but Everett in my mind was the greatest defensive back to play at Baylor. Mike Welch was great, but Petrie, I mean he could do it all. And so, anyway, he was interviewed today by the NFL Network, and Aaron, he's given it this Swiss Army knife. I can come in with a team and be a Swiss Army knife. Now, who, what he needs, Aaron, is somebody with a great vision for him, kind of like they did, kind of like the Cowboys did with Micah Parsons um, and, and Dan Quinn, the defense coordinator. They need somebody like that that has a good imagination and is ready to, to plug in Jalen in a lot of different areas. And I think if they do that, they've got something on their hands. Now, the other thing is the Cowboys, um, today they were talking to Dalton um, Schultz. And he's a fine tight end. He, he, got a, he, got a pretty good, he got pretty good money on a long-term deal because the Cowboys didn't have anybody else. I mean, he, he's, he's all they have. He's a, he's a decent tight end. The reason he became too much of a target is because they weren't getting some of the production they needed in the run game and other areas, and, he, and honestly, he probably became too productive in a sense. But I thought he played well, and he'll help. They need more. They need more at tight end. They're not great. They don't have great depth there, and that's why, uh, Aaron, there's some tight ends we need to discuss as we get closer to the draft. I would say anybody from Iowa State needs to be needs to be uh, uh, you know investigated. I would say number eleven and number eighty-eight for Iowa State. You say well, Mosley, what are the names? Well, eighty-eight is Charlie Kohler, and I would just say they have been impossible to stop. Baylor's had to try to cover them. They're big, they're fast, they've got great hands. And for whatever reason, people from middle America, that part of the world, corn-fed, uh, uh, folks that like to get out and do some chores, get the crops, get in the fields, 
they produce great tight ends over the years. Iowa's done it. Iowa has great safeties, and they have great tight ends. For Nebraska used to have great not only tight ends, but more like on the defensive line. They just had unbelievable players. You just call them the black shirts for that reason. Um, that Iowa State, Aaron, you know what I'm talking about. They were impossible to cover. And you look at them, and you're like, they're, they're kind of big old dudes. And you're like, well, you should be able, somebody should be able to cover them. And even as great at Baylor as Baylor was at safety and with some of their coverage people, those matchups were extremely difficult. And it, it's scary when you get tight ends who can high point a football. When you have, you don't, it's rare to have Gronk-like skills. Big men who can run. Now, Gronk can't run anymore, but he can still catch. And he's very, very savvy. These guys can catch, are savvy, and can still run. Aaron, if if I told you the Cowboys grabbed a tight end in the first two rounds, uh, or the first three rounds, and one of them was, and the tight end was Charlie Kohler out of Iowa State, would you be happy? I would. I'd be happier if it was the third round, but yeah. I mean, they like you said, they he can play. <laughs> What if I said they got him in the fourth round? You'd be even happier, wouldn't you? Absolutely. All right. Uh, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And um, and we're, at, we're answering. I, I wanted you to participate earlier in the program. Did you think the Cowboys should have already cut this defensive back who uh, was in the car when this shooting took place? And a man lost his life because of it. Some stupid bar fight skirmish. I mean, these things happen, Aaron. I mean, I would think some alcohol is probably involved. It's one forty-five or two in the morning. Some guys walk by each other. Somebody says something, and you get a you get a, a fight. Oh man! Oh goodness! We've been disrespected. Now let's go get in the car. Let's drive back past the scene, and let's fire a bunch of shots into a crowd. Oh, there you go. Now there's a great plan. Oh, and by the way, in that SUV sat a, 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 the cornerback of the Dallas Cowboys, Kelvin Joseph, second-round pick. And he played at LSU. He transferred out of LSU. Now, I remember asking Dave Aranda about Kelvin Joseph. He didn't have a whole lot to say. Maybe there's a reason he didn't. He admitted that Kelvin Joseph certainly had maturity issues, but it was, it was never for a lack of talent. The guy was supremely talented. He goes to Kentucky, has a nice season, and bows out with two or three games to go. They said he was lining up in practice and wouldn't, like, wasn't even trying to play. He, so he just kind of quit on his team, and yet the Cowboys went and took him in the second round. So I, I would say the fact that Kelvin Joseph turns out to maybe have some character concerns, and, oh, by the way, he sat on this thing and didn't say anything. It didn't help anybody when a, when a man was dead – I mean, he could have come forward, and the only reason he, he finally came forward, or his attorney did, is because they caught him on tape, as Aaron said earlier. Let us know on the uh, CNC collision text line. If it were up to you, would you have already cut him, Kelvin Joseph? Or do you think it's okay to let it play out and let, uh, let the legal people, let, the, let that run its course? Let the courts run, its, run, it, run, run their course. That's 254 662-1660, We'll uh, discuss some of what you had to say, and then I got to talk about Luca. 
do the do the Mavs have any chance tonight without Luka Doncic? That is next. It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat, your daily dose of green and gold. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Monday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we'll wrap up the weekend in Baylor Athletics, including baseball and softball with wins at home. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Parenting is full of surprises. You never know what to expect. So after our son was born, I called my Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent to set up a life insurance policy in case something happened to me. Sawyer is now two. And we'll soon have a sister. There's no one else I would trust with protecting my family. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com for an agent you can trust with life's most important decisions. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Allen Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Baylor University is where lights shine bright. So, let there be light. Let there be roommates and teammates, scholarship and championships. Let there be fresh starts and new traditions, fast friendships and lasting impacts. Let there be laughter. Let there be joy. Let there be light. Baylor University, where lights shine bright. Join us for the Baylor football green and gold spring game presented by TFNB, your bank for life on April 23rd from McLean Stadium as coach Dave Aranda and the Big 12 champion Bears wrap up spring drills. Join J.J. Joe, Ricky Thompson, and the voice of the Bears, John Morris, for the spring game broadcast beginning at noon on April 23rd here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. It was a big weekend at both Baylor Ballpark and Gatterman Stadium this weekend. At Baylor Ballpark, the Bears won two of three from the visiting Kansas Jayhawks. After dropping a 3-2 decision in the Thursday evening opener, the Bears won big on Friday, 19-2. Season highs in runs with 19 and hits with 22 on the night. Then the Bears won the rubber match on Saturday, 6-5, to take the series two games to one. Next up, the Bears continue a string of six games in eight days back in action tonight at Baylor Ballpark hosting the Lamar Cardinals. On the air at 6.15, first pitch at 6.30 tonight, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Also, Baylor softball, a pair of non-conference wins over the weekend. Baylor knocked off Sam Houston State 3-1 and 7-0. Softball back in action on the road at UT Arlington coming up tomorrow evening. 
Also from the weekend, Baylor men's tennis wrapped up the regular season with a win in Lubbock over Texas Tech. Baylor women's tennis dropped a tough 4-3 decision at home to Texas in their regular season senior day finale. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Partly cloudy skies tonight in pretty quiet conditions as low temperatures fall to 50 degrees. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds tomorrow. The breeze is kicking in in the afternoon. Highs cap out at 78 and mostly cloudy. Windy with a 20% chance of an afternoon shower on Wednesday with a high of 86. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Baylor Bear Softball, all season long on 101.3 FM. Baylor Softball back in action Tuesday on the road to take on UT Arlington. 5.45 for the warm-up show, 6 p.m. first pitch Tuesday for Baylor Softball on 101.3 FM. Join Jared Brown for Baylor Bear Softball on 101.3 FM. ProStar Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. ProStar Rental, they make work easier. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. The Rangers lost three of the four games with the Angels after yesterday's defeat, eight to three. They have a day off today and start a three-game series at Seattle on Tuesday. The Astros lost at Seattle seven to two. They have their home opener at seven ten tonight against the Angels. A busy week for Baylor baseball starts tonight at home against Lamar. First pitches at 630, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. 
Luka Doncic reportedly will miss game two of the Mavericks series with Utah. That game tips off at 7.30 tonight with the Jazz leading the series one game to none. Jordan Spieth won the first playoff hole over Patrick Cantley to win the RBC Heritage Golf Classic. It's the Texans' first win since last year's Valero Texas Open. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley show. Gorgeous day. Not a cloud in the sky. I didn't see one earlier. I hadn't really peeked out there. Oh, there I'm looking out there. It looks pretty good. Uh, really, really pretty. And uh, get out there. Still have some time left. Get some tennis. Maybe go to the driving range. Get out there and uh, and be a part of this thing. Go for a long walk like Aaron does. Aaron Sexton goes for some of the longest walks in Central Texas. The man will... Just walk right up through Cameron Park or wherever. I mean, I, I, the people in the his neighborhood are starting to worry about him because he walks so far. And uh, Aaron, does anybody ever pull over and just offer you a ride? Like, sir, you seem like you walk a lot. No, but I, I get because I have my headphones on and I'm usually in you know like basketball shorts. You can tell I'm kind of yeah. doing it for exercise. But you know, I get a lot of texts from people who know me, like, "Hey, I just saw you," you know. By the Bank of America I, on Valley Mills. There, there's a uh, a guy from uh, Learfield IMG, that whole group, that uh, ran into you recently for the first time in a long time. And, boy, he remarked, Aaron, that you uh, you have dropped significant weight since he remembered you. So he, if, he, if you're wondering why maybe he was a little hesitant or did a double take, uh, he was thrown off by how uh, how thin you look. I don't know if he said how good you look. I don't want to. I don't want to, you know, overstate the thing, but he he was uh he did he did note that whatever you're doing, Aaron, you have uh you've really you've stuck to it. So uh congratulations to you. All that walking seems to be seems to have paid off and uh Aaron Sexton is half the man he used to be. <laughs> and uh used to kind of go in there and bully people in the pool halls and they would never mess with him. Now he's a thin thin man and uh I think not quite as intimidating as perhaps he used to be with that kind of uh, that shaven head and the bigger frame. All right, it's Mosley. Uh, it's Sexton. We're moving on through the day. We've had some good talk, and we've been able to hit on uh, a lot of different topics. Uh, the Kelvin Joseph situation, the majority of the text messages coming through from our uh, our CNC collision text line, 254-662-1660, is that, Kelvin Joseph should have been cut. You just cut him when you're involved in something like that. I mean, he did not come forward, and and then he only came forward via his attorney and to say, oh, I was not the shooter. Now, you might think that Kelvin Joseph would be, you know, not want to be seen publicly and to be keeping a low profile, and maybe he is in some respects. But Aaron, on the first day, of the Cowboys voluntary workout program, which means now the the uh, strength and conditioning coaches and all that can get heavily involved and give them, you know, be a little more on top of the workouts. The voluntary program um, is uh, is underway and just got word. I think I saw Clarence Hill had this story from the four star telegram that boss man fat, as he calls himself on the uh, 
on the he's a, also is a rapper and so that's his alter ego i believe it's called boss man fat maybe it's p h a t uh was present today aaron so he is up there working out with his teammates the man was in an suv just a matter of weeks ago about a month ago when um uh at about two in the morning shots were fired from his suv and killed a man and and yet kelvin joseph unlike some of these other guys who get accused of things and and the first thing the teams do is say you're gone you're out of here they don't wait to go oh wait was he a first round pick or second round pick or could he help us oh wait this guy was a this guy was a good pick for us henry ruggs was involved in a fatal crash i believe he was inebriated at the at the scene as i recall and um and I don't remember, I don't have that story with me right now, Aaron, but I mean, so basically he was cut even by, was that the Raiders that cut him? I mean, it's not like over the years we've pointed to the Raiders organization as like, do it like them, do it like the Raiders do. But the Raiders cut him almost immediately. He was right out there on the street and uh, the Cowboys are continuing to stick by Kelvin Joseph. And oh, by the way, there are all kinds of signs that Kelvin Joseph might be you know, might have some sort of issues, uh, and oh, lo and behold, he gets involved in something like this. To me, he strikes me as one of those always something guys, is what Bill Parcells used to call them, always something guys. There's always something going on with certain people. Trouble seems to find them. Now, can you change that reputation? Yeah, it can happen. And Aaron, the the one that comes to my mind is Honey Badger got kicked out of basically uh, LSU, got kicked out, kicked off the team, uh, and and it was a great, great player. And then, I don't know, enrolled somewhere else, but I don't think he ever played there, and ends up coming out in the draft and and has been a model of maturity and, and just seemingly a really kind of good leader spokesperson so it can happen you can go from messing up and having issues to not having issues now certain players in the nfl now have a better chance coming from college if they failed a bunch of drug tests because the marijuana rules are not what they used to be if randy gregory had have come into this uh current nfl he would not have had to miss so many games with the cowboys because they are a little more lenient, whatever you want to use. You could say, um, you know, maybe I, it just depends on kind of how you feel about all this. But the thought is that they were a little bit too tough on that. You think uh, Josh Gordon would have had a different career if they had the current rules on marijuana? And uh, the man has been has missed way more games than he's played in his career. All right, as we continue on on the Matt Mosley Show today, ESPN Central Texas, we have got NBA action tonight. Now, Aaron, I know you've been watching all this. Man, there were like four games. I had to laugh last night because I'm listening after that one game, and I guess that was, let's see. I thought Chicago Bulls actually played their tails off and hung in there in that game. That was one where I expected the Bulls to get run off the court, and they hung and hung and hung and almost uh, were right there at the end. They did lose that game. Aaron, last night at some point, Charles Barkley did what he usually does and started talking about everybody who's going to get swept. And I think the Pelicans were mentioned. 
Uh, I actually think the Bulls were mentioned, the Raptors were mentioned, and the Dallas Mavericks were mentioned. It's really too bad. I've now started to see some of the reaction be um, that you should exercise great caution with Luka, don't take a chance on hurting his future, and if he has to miss this series, he has to miss this series. Do I understand the wisdom of that? You bet I do. I just hate it so much because for the for the Mavericks and for Luca because they have a great shot. I cover uh, I, I I just for various reasons. Part of it they're connected. They had all kinds of Baylor connections for a while. Dennis Lindsay, former Baylor player, used to be the GM. Then they had Epe Udo, Royce O'Neal, Jared Butler plays for them now. They love Baylor players in the past. And so I love watching Utah. Donovan Mitchell is my favorite player in the NBA. He's awesome. He's not had a great season. I don't like how he's handled some of this stuff with Rudy Gobert. They're two unbelievable players in their own way. Donovan's more of your typical superstar because he can do acrobatic things. Rudy just shuts everything down, and is one of the game's greatest defensive players. If you watched the game the other day, what the Mavericks had by not having Luka, they had players who not only couldn't hit threes, but they they were going in there, and they got better as the game went on. And I, and I thought Dinwiddie played hard, but he missed a ton of free throws. I thought Brunson played hard, but he missed way too many shots. There were things that the that the Mavs did that I liked, but if you if you paid close attention to that Saturday game, uh, the Mavericks in Utah, I've never it you rarely see a an NBA center own a game like that. And what I mean is, no matter who drove or if you beat your man or whatever, they were scared to death to try to take anything at the rim or anything in the paint, because Rudy Gobert was dominating. He scored five points, and he dominated that game. Scored five points in the game. Now, they need to get him more touches because he, he can actually score, and he's got a great field goal percentage, partially because he's like 7-2. But what he did, his coordination, his athleticism, his ability to move, it's its unreal. He had 17 rebounds in the game. Aaron, uh, the... Uh, the Mavs got out-rebounded by, like, 19. They, uh, that's almost impossible to do, to get out-rebounded. And part of that is Luka at 6'7 is a great defensive rebounder. He's always kind of around the rim. He can jump up there, do his thing. He's a pretty good rebounder. He's not the greatest defender in the world, but the guy does rebound. They just got waxed the other day. Powell gets knocked around. Kleba gets knocked around. They don't have rebounders. Okay, you could try to get Theo Pinson into this series, but he's not going to help you that much. So, Aaron, let me ask you this. We can also ask our texters, 254-662-1660. Would you rather cut your losses and, and just go ahead and take what's coming, which is either a sweep or a gentleman's sweep, which is five games, um, do you do you, and not play Luca, or do you take a chance and try to play Luca on a, on an injury that's not quite healed? Where do you land on this? 
Uh, I, you just have to let him get better. You, I mean, you don't want what happened with Golden State and, and Kevin Durant to happen where he's already got an injury in that area and then ends up tearing his Achilles. Uh, I don't know that it was directly related to the injury he had before, but it was it was similar like he had a, a calf injury and then he kind of went back really quickly and then tore the Achilles not long after. I mean, if that were to happen, it would just be disaster for the Mavericks. So, But you also hate to waste a year where you've got a shot. I mean, and with Luka, they do, but do you really have a shot with Luka at maybe half speed? So I just, I just rest him. I just wish there was a play that you could help yourself with. Dinwiddie and Brunson are both capable players. This Utah team is not great. I don't know what the crowd's going to be like today. I got I got some kind of insidery type news the other day that that uh, well, and I told I didn't pick up on this on TV. I I don't I don't think they I, I think a lot of people no showed that game. I mean, I I just find it I find it fascinating that uh, that you would have an NBA playoff game. But I think it speaks to the superstar nature of Luca. Also speaks to maybe having the noon on an Easter weekend game. I mean, I that's a that's a really lack of respect for the Mavs organization. Now, if Luca wasn't hurt, would they have given the the Mavs a better playoff position? That starting on noon on a Saturday. Now tonight, we'll be fine. I think that's a is that a seven thirty eight thirty tip off, Aaron? I think it's seven thirty tip off um, it, it, at the AAC. You have a chance, but the other day you missed out on a great opportunity. Donovan Mitchell had two points at halftime. He was one for eight from the field. Rudy was not scoring. Rudy doesn't really have to score, but Bogdanovich carved you up. Bogdanovich had, bogey we call him, had uh, 20 points at halftime. It ends up with like 24 points for the game. Maybe a little more than that. Maybe a 28. But he had 20 at halftime. So you, but you were fine. You you had a chance to separate before the half and you let Utah hang around, hang around. Then they had a two-point lead. And then Donovan finally got going and scored like 17 or 19 points in the third quarter. This is a this is not a a uh, a great team without Luca. With Luca, there's no telling how far they could go. I I think the only Luca they could have in game two is a compromised Luca. Now, if they fall behind 0-2 and they go to uh, Utah on Thursday, do we like their chances if Luca's back? I. I don't love their chances at winning the series, but I certainly think they could win a couple of games and only get beat 4-2 in the series. Now, if they could win game three with Luka, then you think about something. When you fall behind 3-0, you rarely have any shot. It almost never happens in NBA. You see it happen occasionally in baseball. Saw it famously happen in a in an American League Championship Series with the Yankees and Red Sox a few years ago. In basketball, it just doesn't happen. Teams do not lose 3-0 leads. So you'd have to win game three. I I think you might have a shot tonight. 
but you just have to play so much better. And, and you have to find a way to move the ball around and make Rudy Gobert get away from the rim. Because if he's allowed to stay anywhere with the rim, he's going to take over the game. Aaron, is there anybody that you can remember in the past 10 years that plays defense, can change a game defensively? I'm talking about a big. I think the only one I can think of is Giannis. I think Antetokounmpo is such a great player and so talented and so, uh, I mean, he just does it all that he can be a, uh, I think he can get it done defensively too. Those are about the only two bigs that, I'm just trying to think of anybody else and nobody's coming to mind. What Rudy Gobert does is incredible. Game tonight, 7.30. We'll be reacting to it next we have something called the dismount. A couple things to share with you as we leave the air tonight. That is next. Join us live from Rudy's in Waco for our next Baylor Coaches Show. Join us Thursday, April 28th, live from Rudy's and hear from softball coach Glenn Moore and baseball coach Steve Rodriguez. Join us for the Baylor Coaches Show from 6 to 7 p.m. live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with your host, John Morris, right here on your home for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Sell your home in five days. The brokerage house guarantees they will sell your home in five days or less, or they will buy it for a price you agree upon prior to listing your home. They're your connection to buyers from not only around Central Texas, but also nationally. If you're going to sell your home, there's only one real estate agent you should trust, and that's Aaron Ryan at the Brokerage House Realtors. Aaron has a proven marketing system that is known to generate offers above market value and multiple offers. For more information, visit 5daystosow.com. That's 5 days Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Helmet Aerospace in Waco has been employing people in the Waco area for nearly 50 years. Now is the time to join their team. With current openings in packaging, shipping, production, engineering, machining, quality, supply chain, and sales. Offering excellent starting pay, benefits from the day you start, and advanced opportunities. Apply now at howmet.com slash Waco Careers. Howmet Aerospace on Imperial Drive in Waco. Apply today. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Free Comic Book Day returns in full splendor for 2022 at Bankston's. Join Bankston's in celebrating their 21st year of Free Comic Book Day on May 7th. There will be over 20,000 free comics for everyone. DJ Versatile, local artist, and the best of all free comics. With over 75 different titles, this is sure to be the best Free Comic Book Day yet. Everyone gets 25 comics this year, and if you dress up in cosplay, you'll get an additional five comics free. Visit FreeComicBookDay.com for more information. Bankston's is your place for fun and wait. 
Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham. Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. The Rangers lost three of the four games with the Angels after yesterday's defeat 8-3. They have a day off today and start a three-game series at Seattle on Tuesday. The Astros lost at Seattle 7-2. They have their home opener at 7-10 tonight against the Angels. A busy week for Baylor baseball starts tonight at home against Lamar. First pitch is at 6.30, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Luka Doncic reportedly will miss game two of the Mavericks series with Utah. That game tips off at 7.30 tonight with the Jazz leading the series one game to none. Jordan Spieth won the first playoff hole over Patrick Cantley to win the RBC Heritage Golf Classic. It's the Texans' first win since last year's Valero Texas Open. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. God is the dismount. As we uh, say our goodbyes, get you ready. Got some uh, Lamar. Lamar in town. Watch out for Lamar. All right. They took care of the Sooners, it looked like. Uh, Bears have a game tonight at Baylor Ballpark. And then uh, we'll uh, turn around and play another one the the following night. So tomorrow night, I got Sam Houston State coming in. Then a big series in Austin. I mean... Longhorns have proven to be uh, beatable. I mean, it, it's they're not invincible. It'll be tough to win that series on the road, but you don't have to go far. And these two teams have played some really fun series uh, over the years. Uh, as we uh, get ready to say good night, there's all sorts of things uh, going on in the uh, uh, in the sports world and. We've got, uh, we were just talking about it, the Mavericks coming up. Um, and that's going to be at 7.30 tonight against Utah. These things happen fast and furiously. When the NBA playoffs get going, you got games every night for like, oh, I don't know, over a month. Like, seems like, feels like two months. And it's fun. I love it. And uh, also got a lot of spring games coming up. And... Uh, the player I was trying to get on our show that hopefully will come on soon, um, Big 12 Conference did name uh, Baylor's Kyle Nevin the uh, uh, Big 12 Base Player of the Week. Nevin hit 
563 with two home runs and seven RBI as the Bears picked up the series win over Kansas. Had a um, 1788 um, OPS on the week to capture his first career Big 12 weekly honor. Kyle Nevin has always had a lot of pop in the bat, but uh, you may recognize that last name. That's a major league last name. But uh, Baylor Baseball Player of the Week, 563. That will get it done right there. And uh, Moore McKenzie was hitting it. Pineda hitting the the baseball. And uh, over the weekend, here recently, I'm trying to think which game it grabbed my attention recently. But I watched Trey Richardson go up and, and make a play at shortstop. I mean, just climb the ladder and make a gorgeous play. Very Jeter-like. Trey Richardson, one of my favorite teams on Baylor baseball. So lots going on there. Okay, big show tomorrow. Already got a big-time golf uh, golfer on the show tomorrow. Much more to announce. Maybe the president. Maybe the president of Baylor. It's all tomorrow. We'll see you then, 4 o'clock. Good night, everybody. (laughs)